Hi, I'm Kate Boyle, and welcome to the Mind Movement Health Podcast. Each week, I'll be bringing you health information from diet and lifestyle to movement and nutrition. My aim is to bring you bite-sized pieces of information that you can instigate into your everyday life to change your health. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Mind Movement Health Podcast. I'm your host, Kate Boyle, and this week on the podcast, we're talking about how to start training after a big pause. Now, we've all been there. Maybe we've been a little bit too busy with work or caught up with the kids or had some stressful situations happening, and we fall out of routine and we take a break from our exercise and movement and our regular training schedules. And that's okay. These things pop up and happen. But how can we make it super simple to get back into training after we have a big break? Well, today I'm going to share six easy steps that you can take to get there, making it super simple and super effective. So the first thing that we want to do is we want to start now, not tomorrow, not the next day, not next week, not next month. We want to start now. We want to overcome those excuses that we have that prevent us from beginning now. Some of those common ones tend to be, I don't have the right equipment. Well, you do. You have your own body. You can start with bodyweight exercises right now and some gentle stretching. If the bodyweight exercises just seem almost a little bit too daunting, just do a few stretches and start moving today. Sometimes we think we need the right outfit. You know, we've got to have look a certain way and have the right gym gear, but you can move in anything really. Ideally, it wants to be a little bit more flexible, so not jeans, but shorts, a t-shirt, a singlet. You can even do it in your pajamas. As I've shared before, my bedtime routines just involves a few stretches and a little bit of release with the massage ball, and I do it in my pajamas. So realistically, we don't need any fancy outfits. Sometimes we need to, we think we also need to join a certain class or see a certain person, a certain trainer. That's not true either. If we want to begin, we can do it right now at home, the comfort of our own house, just by popping down onto the floor or standing and doing a few squats or calf rises or a quad stretch. So wherever you are right now in getting back into your fitness, start now. Build in five minutes today. You know, that can be on your coffee break. That could be before you go to bed. That could be, you know, if you're listening to it in the morning, just after you have your breakfast, wherever it is, build in five minutes today where you can do a few stretches or some breath work, or if you're feeling a little bit more energized, you know, some squats, some calf rises, some lunges. So wherever you are, block out that time now and add five minutes in today. So beginning is that hardest part. We often put that start off because we know it's going to be hard to get back into it. And we're wondering if we can commit to it once we get back into it. But if we just start and we get those endorphins going, then we feel happier. We feel more motivated to keep going. And it's going to be so much easier to do it the next day because we go, oh yeah, I remember I did it yesterday and I felt so much better after that. Maybe you had more energy. Maybe you felt less pain. Maybe you just felt more focused and you were able to concentrate better. So my very first tip is start right now. 
Now, building on that, when we do start, my second tip is to make sure that we start small. So we want to start one step at a time. If your overall aim is to get back into training, say three days a week, because you want to end up running five kilometers, If we go, we're going to start today, we're going to go out for a run and we're going to aim to run two and a half K, it's probably not going to happen because we haven't been training to get to that point. So if your overall goal was a 5K run, then maybe today we're, you know, starting off from scratch again. How about we do a 10 minute walk? That can be our goal. And if you're on that 10 minute walk and you're feeling really great, then maybe push that to a 15 or a 20 minute walk. So start small, you know, a baby doesn't, you know, be born and learn to walk straight away. They start to push their cells up through their arms and then they start to roll and then they start to crawl and then they start to walk. So it's the same with our training. We've got to have those steps built in where we start small and take one step at a time. Now, if our goal is to build overall strength and we want to get back into doing some resistance training, maybe it's getting back into your Pilates workouts and building a regular Pilates practice. Again, start with a shorter workout. So maybe a 10 or 15 minute workout. We have heaps of those in the Mind Movement Health membership, which are great if you're just building back that fitness back up or if you're really short on time. But start with that shorter workout or start with a beginner workout or a gentler workout that's going to incorporate some stretching and a little bit of strength work, but it's not going to be overtaxing on the body. So really be aware of starting where you are and building slowly. See how you pull up from that workout. If you pull up really well and you feel really great after it, then the next workout you do can be a little bit harder. And the other thing is create a schedule. So it's really simple to go, oh, I'm going to get back into working out and, you know, I haven't done it for a while and I really need to do it. But unless you're blocking out actual time to commit, to create that consistency, then you'll do one or two and then you'll get busy again and you won't get back into it. And the same cycle will happen over and over. So creating that schedule, blocking out that time, making that commitment to yourself, whether or not you write it in your diary, you pop it in your phone, you've booked into a class so you know you have to turn up, whatever it is, Block it out, make it your time and your meetings or your commitments that you make to yourself are just as important as the commitments we make to other people. We often think, you know, if we say we're going to meet a friend for coffee, then we know we're going to turn up because we'd hate to let that person down. So why are we so often happy to let ourselves down and miss our workouts and miss our meal prep that we know might help us or miss our meditation or our journaling or our reading or whatever it is that you know really fills up your cup and your soul? We're so happy to give a lot of that up but we won't let other people down. And it's the things we do that serve us and really fill up our cups that allows us to serve other people. So always build in your workouts. And again, start small. So if you are starting right back from the basics, maybe block out three 10 to 15 minute sessions for the week. So three times, we're not going crazy and going from zero to seven days, but we want to create some consistency. 
and build it into the days where you know it's not going to be a crazy stressful busy day. If you've got a couple of days during the week where you are flat chat, that's probably not the best day to add in something else. So pick it on one of the other days where you know you've got a little bit of extra downtime or a little bit of extra helping hands at home so you can take that time to get outside and go for a walk or add in that Pilates workout or do those stretches, whatever it is you need to start to build in that consistency. Now, moving on to number three is we wanna make sure that the workouts that we're doing are related to the goals that we have. So for example, if you want to run a marathon and you start your workouts with say, you know, strength training, that's great. But to be able to run a marathon, we need to be able to run. So we need to have some training in our schedule, some walking that's building to running, some interval training, something that's mimicking the running action. Otherwise, we're not going to be able to run a marathon. So making sure that your goals align up. The same in the reverse. If you want to make sure that you've got, you know, you're really strong through your upper body because you've had a shoulder injury and all you're doing is focusing on riding a bike or running, then that's not shoulder specific. So we need to add in resistance and strength exercises for that shoulder so we can build up that strength. So aligning your goals with your training is super important. And sometimes we stick to the training that we like. So if we like to do Pilates, you know, and we add that in and we say we're doing three Pilates sessions a week, but we know we've committed to a friend to run a a 10K, you know, charity run, and we're running maybe once a week because we don't love running, then, you know, that 10K is going to be really, really hard to run. It's not saying that Pilates isn't going to help. It's definitely going to help with your stability, your core strength and your form in your running. But we still need to build up that cardiovascular exercise and your cardiovascular strength so that you can get through that 10K run with ease, because there's nothing worse than struggling through. If you're super strong, but you haven't practiced that cardio work, then getting through that 10K run is going to be super hard and very uncomfortable. So aligning our workouts with our goals is our third step. Now, moving on to number four, we know that it's going to be uncomfortable when we get back into training and exercising after a break, or maybe we don't realize that, but I'm here to tell you it is going to be uncomfortable at times. That is part of the process. So don't be scared that if you are, you know, doing your Pilates workout and after your Pilates workout, you can feel some DOMS. So delayed onset of muscle soreness usually kicks in, you know, 24 to 48 hours after your workout. And many people often go, oh, I I did my Pilates class and I felt really good after it. But the day after that, I had really sore glutes or really sore calves or really sore biceps. And that is that delayed onset of muscle soreness. And what that means is that those muscle fibers that you've been working have torn and they're re-knitting again stronger. So you're building your strength. And it's that process of being torn and re-knitting that's giving you that soreness. So soreness can be normal, okay, in the sense that if you are feeling sharp pain during your workouts and it's painful, then no, we definitely don't want to push through any exercises. But if a day or two after your workouts, you feel a bit of that muscle soreness, like, oh, I've been working, 
then that can be a completely normal part of the process of building back up your strength. So really in this step four, it's getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. As funny as that sounds, you know, if we're building up our cardiovascular strength and we haven't been on the bike for a while and we get back on and we aim to do 5k, we're going to huff, we're going to puff, we're going to sweat. It's going to feel really hard. There may be points where we think, oh, this is, you know, I have to stop because, you know, my, my heart is beating fast. I'm breathing really hard. And again, listen, always listen to your body and you may need to slow down for a period of time, but you know, being uncomfortable is part of building strength. So don't be scared that if it's hard, it's part of the process. Okay. But again, always listen to your body and hopefully you know the difference between pain that's coming from doing the workout because you're growing stronger and pain from an injury or sharp pain because, you know, something is working that shouldn't be working and causing that pain. So building that body awareness is part of the process and that will come as you do more of your training. Hi, everyone. I'm interrupting this podcast to let you know that you can download a free 15-minute core Pilates workout that I've designed especially for you to work your entire body and your core, including your pelvic floor and deep layer of abdominals to really build strength, stability, and mobility. This is a nice quick workout you can fit into your day. It's definitely 100% doable. You don't need any equipment to do it. And I guarantee once you finish your 15 minutes of Pilates, you will feel stronger, more energized, taller, and really joyful and happy for moving your body and getting those endorphins moving. So don't forget, head on over to the show notes and download that free core workout and try some Pilates with me. I can't wait to see you on your mat. What can help with that body awareness and that too is working with someone. And that brings us to step five, and that's working with an expert or through a tailored program. So you know that you're really setting yourself up for success. You're minimizing your risk of injury. You're minimizing your risk of burnout, and you're also increasing your risk of success for the goals that you want to achieve. So working with an expert can be really fantastic. It can give you a lot of guidance. It can give you feedback and it can also give you motivation. So, you know, it's always great. I work with a Pilates instructor, even though I'm a Pilates instructor myself, I still do Pilates classes every week with an instructor because she pushes me harder than I would push myself. We all work out ourselves and we can follow, you know, workout videos and and all the rest and we can push ourselves that way. And that is a great way to do it. But there's also that way, again, making sure that you turn up to your class because somebody is waiting for you to turn up. She knows your body or he or she knows your body really well, your trainer. And so therefore they can give you exercises that you may not have thought of. They can push you that little bit harder because they know your body and they can help you get results quicker. So whether or not you're following, you know, an online program like we have in the membership 
or you're working with a trainer, you know, one-on-one, online, in person, having some type of program or expert guidance will help you get to your goals quicker. And the main, you know, the other thing around this is it helps you from burning out or getting an injury. So going back to that running analogy, just because it's an easy one to use, you know, so many people that want to run a five or 10 K, you know, fun run, go straight out and run 5k, even though they haven't been running at all. And they, you know, they always say, oh, I did my calf muscle or I've strained my hamstring or, you know, they do an injury because they haven't conditioned their bodies to do that exercise. And that's where if you're following a program or working with a trainer, they can work it out for you. They're the experts. They've trained, you know, hundreds or thousands of other people through the same types of activities. And so therefore they know what's best. And they can also help you adjust your programs too. Or if you have questions, you can ask them. So if you do a workout And this is what we do with inside the membership. You know, people will, you know, do their workout and be like, I'm having trouble with the Pilates breathing. Can you give me some extra, you know, guidance through that? And and that's what we do. So you have that option to ask questions and get that tailored individual advice that's specific to your body. And as we know, with everything that we do in health, there's no one size fits all approach. We're all really individual. We can follow similar programs, but we're all going to react and, you know, develop strength in different ways and at different um, speeds because it depends on our genetics, our posture, our current state of strength, our injuries, etc. So, you know, really getting that individual feedback from someone or a program can really help. And then finally, the last step on our journey of starting to train again after a break is being kind to yourself. And this is the step that so many of us forget. We get super frustrated with ourselves that we, you know, can't get through this workout or we can't complete that long cycle when realistically we're probably setting the bar too high and expecting too much of ourselves. So again, like everything in life, Nothing is linear. Nothing goes from start to finish without some ups and downs, especially when we're, you know, pushing ourselves, going out of our comfort zones and building strength or flexibility or speed in whatever, you know, avenue we're looking at in our training. So always know, you know, people come into class and they always say, you know, I was doing so well, my lower back pain's been gone for so long, and then I've had a flare up. And they're so disappointed and almost angry that this has happened because they're like, I've been doing all the right things and it has been so much better. So why did this happen? And sometimes we have to, you know, take a step back and reevaluate and sort of see. And I often say to my clients, well, have you done anything different this week? Sometimes they'll say yes. They'll be like, oh, yes, I helped my daughter move. I was doing a whole lot of lifting. Okay, so that might have just been a little bit too much for your strength level and tipped you over the edge. And there we have our reason. Sometimes they might say, no, I haven't done anything different. Nothing is different. Okay, well, let's look at your stress levels. How are they this week? Has there been anything that's, 
you know, really come up, you know, whether or not it's with a friend or a family member where you may have had a disagreement that you've been thinking about. Maybe someone's become ill. Maybe you've had to care for people more this week. Maybe there's been, you know, a lot of work on at work and it's been a higher stress load. So let's look at our stress because that impacts our body and our risk of injuries as well. And then we can look at the other things. Have we been sleeping well? Have we, you know, been eating well and really nourishing our bodies? Or, you know, this week has, you know, been a super busy week and we've had to eat a few more takeaways because we just haven't had time. So, you know, looking at other areas of our life, they often flow in. As we always say, our health is holistic. So each area of our health affects our body in different ways. So even though our training may be going along just fine and we've been improving and then all of a sudden, you know, we develop an injury and we, you know, it happens at a certain point. You know, it's usually when you bend over and you lower, you feel your lower back go essentially, or you feel, you know, something happen as a, a pain, or, you know, you might be riding and cycling or running and then you feel pain in your calf. And generally that's when it's the you know, it's the final straw that's gotten to that point. We might have been overtraining. As I said, we're putting too much stress on our body in our training. We might not have been eating enough nutrition, so allowing our body to rest and repair or having enough break, you know, breaks between our training sessions. If you're running Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you may develop the injury by Thursday because you haven't had enough time to rest in between your training sessions. So all of these things add together to potentially, you know, cause setbacks or cause little bumps in the road. But remember, just be kind to yourself, getting into a schedule where you're building up your strength, you're having some rest days in between, and then you're thinking about your sleep and your nutrition and your stress levels and all these other things. It's a lot to focus on, but if we can find a bit of a balance, then we're going to get the most out of our training overall. So wrapping up for those six steps, we want to start now. Don't wait. Number two, we want to start small. So just a small step, gentle movements to begin to start to get back into that movement. Three, we want to make sure that our workouts are related to our goals. Number four, know that you're going to be uncomfortable at some point during this return journey, and that's okay. It's about getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. Number five is working with an expert or following a program so that you get tailored advice that's going to help you get your results quicker. And our last one, number six, is making sure that you be kind to yourself and know that there may be setbacks, but that's okay. We can get back into it and having the tools in your belt to help you overcome them. All right, that's it for this week, guys. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you're getting back into training, please tag me on socials at My Movement Health. I'd love to hear from you. And I'll see you again next week on the podcast. Thanks for listening into the podcast. Please hit subscribe to be updated for each time we release a new podcast.